Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. All right, well, that's it. That's settled then. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Mojo Market Report here on a feel-good football Friday. It is Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, A5 Anthony behind the glass. We hope everybody's doing well out there. Um, obviously, uh, Thursday night football has come and gone, and obviously the big story right now, everybody knows there's no way to go around it. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa last night experienced a uh, pretty – Pretty nasty hit, uh, pretty nasty scene on the field. Um, and result of that, stretch it off. Obviously, the Bengals get the win, but uh, the big story is Tua. Uh, we're not going to touch too much on that. We do want to extend, our obviously, our prayers and, and our thoughts to the Tua family, the Miami Dolphins organization, all that stuff, uh, those people involved. Um, by default, yes, yeah, we're, a, we're a mojo market show, right? So by default, Teddy Bridgewater comes in. Teddy Two Gloves uh, is the guy we've been following for a long time. And, uh, you know, he, he was a serviceable quarterback, and that's what he's kind of been his entire career. Yeah, he came in. I think they get they went down eight as soon as he got in the game, and they ended up taking the lead shortly thereafter. So Teddy Two Gloves did manage to play well enough early, but it just got a little too much for him. Yeah, it was stretch. a little uh, – and it's got to be a very hard situation for – for Teddy to come on in there, insert himself, knowing what just transpired on the field. So, again, thoughts and prayers to the Tua family. Um, in regards to the the mojo market, yes, Teddy Bridgewater did see a little bit of an uptick. What he's going to do, how long he's going to be in there. It's all about opportunity here and the reps. Uh, so we'll see well, what good, happens about good. that. Good, Tua did take the flight back with the Dolphins, I believe. So yeah. signs are pointing towards, I don't know when he's going to play again, but... Tua's going to be all right, yeah, so that's it, a good thing. It is a good thing. That's the that's the news we get uh, late last night that Tua will be flying back with the Dolphins today or yesterday last night, and that's all signs are good, so that's a good thing. Uh, but as far as last night's top movers are concerned. Top movers. Um, there was some, and obviously there was guys that – you know, the, the obvious ones that are going to move throughout the course of this game because of the two teams that are playing, um, Joe Burrow, we all know about Joe Burrow, right? But it was more or less about his pass catchers. Now, yesterday, Chris, I'll give you your flowers. We did rank these guys, and T. Higgins seemed to have been the guy that you were you kind of showering the praise most, and rightfully so. He goes, last night, T. Higgins goes for uh, nine catches on seven targets, 124 yards, and a tug. Uh, T. Higgins balled out. Yeah, I, and I'm not saying that I, I believe that T. Higgins was going to be the guy that balled out per se yesterday. I just like T. Higgins in general going forward as a long-term play for me. Uh, T. Higgins is a young guy, and he's six foot five. And Jamar Chase took the world by storm last year, and right. took a little bit of the shine off of T. Higgins. But T. Higgins is a true number one wide receiver. He is. If he ends up on another team somewhere, it's not going to matter. That guy's going to produce wherever he goes. That goes for the same all four of the receivers that were involved yesterday. All the receivers are in the top movers today. Just so we we could get that out of the way. Yeah. We're talking <laughs> wideouts in the top movers, and I'm. Well, who we got up there? It's, it is Higgins. It is, so, yeah. yeah, Higgins was first because he's obviously the top guy last night. Uh, Higgins was winning on almost every single one of his routes. I listened to the Joe Burrow uh, press conference after the game yesterday, and he just said T. Higgins was the guy that he was even looking for on the Jamar Chase play down the stretch. So Burrow was definitely locked in on T. Higgins last night, and I don't know that that's going to matter going forward. I, I feel like there's so much talent in that receiver room that both those guys, they're, they're going to continue to produce. We left Jamar Chase off the top movers because he didn't really do much yesterday's game. But 
obviously there's he no was, real... Listen, he, we select three over yeah, here after no, the game. The, he was a top mover because he did fall off a little bit, but again... There's no real reason why anybody's right. going to jump ship on a Jamar Chase no. because he had a, a, if, a rough game, and it wasn't even that bad. Yeah, I mean, considered. he picked it up at the end of the game, but like when, when you look at a, um, a Jamar Chase, the problem with him is that, according to last night's final stat sheet, uh, Jamar Chase, uh, where is he? He's not even on here. How about that? How about that? The fact that he's not even on this thing, that means he wasn't... Like he, I think it was targeted three times. It's he it was, had a little more than three targets, but uh, I know you're saying Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. We all know about Joe Burrow. I'm curious, do we know about Joe Burrow? Are you you're worried about Joe? I'm Burrow? I'm a little bit worried about Joe Burrow. I have to admit, it just he, I feel like he holds the ball a little bit too long. I think there's accuracy issues. That could be very I detrimental. That, I think that he looks a little slower than he's looked in the past. And I'm not saying he's a young guy. I'm sure he's still got wheels a little bit, but. I don't know. I'm just there's something about if you group all these young quarterbacks together, because Joe Burrow has that status already, I feel like that worries me a little bit. You you know, there's no nothing is given in the NFL. You, he had a he had a really good uh, run down the stretch last year, but there's nothing guaranteed going forward just because he has talented receivers. That offensive line it played better yesterday, but. I'm still. A it's little, every play, every drop back. You're kind of wondering: you is would, he going to get the ball out or not? Joe Burrow. That last is a good year, point. If you would ask me this question, I would have been like, clearly, Joe Burrow is the guy. I'm right. all in on Burrow, no right. doubt about it. Bye, bye, bye. I'm not so sure anymore. We'll move off to the next mover. All right, the, the next, next mover. mover. Uh, the next top mover is from the Miami Dolphins last night, and regardless of who was under center, uh, Tyreek Hill, man, <laughs> he's this guy. First of all, it's. For me, when I look and do my portfolio and the guys I want to invest in, it's all about targets and and opportunities and time on the field, like opportunities on the field to make plays. Tyreek Hill was targeted 14 times last night, which is typically high, I think. I mean, even when Teddy came in, he was like basically dropped back to pass. He's like, he's back there. (laughs) He just like threw the ball as far as he could. He's like, Tyreek Hill... He's got to be down there somewhere. Um, and he has 10 catches, 160 yards. He's averaging 16 yards a catch. Like the guy, every time the ball's in his hands, it's like, stop what you're doing and watch to see what this guy's about to do. Because Tyreek Hill yeah. is one of the most electrifying players that I've seen in my time of watching football. The guy is so fast. Yeah, I was I was completely sold in the early going on Tyreek Silk uh, in Tyreek's career that he was just a one-trick pony deep threat. That's Me clearly too. not the case. No. The guy could carve out a route. And look, it's it's about preference for me. If I'm going to take a pick on a Miami Dolphins pass catcher, you could ch- change the next graphic. I'm going to go in on the next guy. That Jalen Waddle. About I know that he didn't play all that great yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, I might have put the wrong one up, but anyway, go did ahead. You? No. Yeah, that's Tyree Kill again. Is that top mover three? There, there we go. There we go. Right. I'm proud of you, buddy. <laughs> we got it. But yeah, Jalen Waddle. He's a younger guy. Tyreek Hill, he he career his he banked a lot of the value that he's going to have in his career. I think he's got a lot of good years ahead of him, but not as many as this guy. Jalen Waddle, buy in now because he's a little bit down. You get to reap the reward yeah. of him not having the greatest game. But if you look at his stats for the season and you average it over three games, he had three solid games across the board. If I you agree. look at it that yeah. way. Jalen Waddle, no but no reason. Same with Jamar Chase. There's no reason why you would abandon ship <laughs> on these guys now. In fact, I would urge you to get in on a Waddle now while it's red and he's going down. I know the Tua situation maybe causes a little bit of um, apprehension, but I don't think so. I think Tua, even if he doesn't play a couple weeks, Teddy Bridgewater is a very capable backup with a week of prep. I think the receivers will still get their targets. Miami's going to have to run That was the guy I was offense. thinking of as far as low target. He only got five targets, two yes. catches last night. He only that's, got, that's what he, I was thinking He didn't get involved before. too much, but... 
hey, it's going to happen in the NFL. And when your quarterback goes down early the way he did, mm -hmm. you got to change things up on offense. And Jalen Waddle, he's starting to garner a lot more respect, so maybe they just keyed in on him a little bit. Can we also talk about the uh, the Thursday Night Football Amazon Prime broadcast team, which obviously is Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet, which I, I enjoy. I've always been a, a Al Michaels guy. Um, I got to say, creativity is not their strong suit. When they were talking about both Tyree Kill and Waddle, they brought up this graphic as if, like, you know, Tyree Kill is the cheetah, and well, Jalen Waddle is, I just like, wanted the to penguin. Point out, I just wanted to point out that I do not think Kirk Herbstreet and Al Michaels made the, the jet ski graphics. Is that what you were going to talk about? What they named them. They named them the Speed Brothers. Like, could you, you could have come up with something a little bit better than that? Like, it was, that, it know, was like, probably the We got the cheetah, team. we got the, the waddling penguin, <sighs> speed brothers. That's it. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Like, what are we doing here? So, I, I just, that was funny to me because I just, again, good creativity skills over there we at do uh, have Amazon football. Prime. We do have some football to be played this week in a loaded slate. Yes, another another big, big week. Week four is the among us. The return of the and Zach. Yes, the return of the We'll get into that in a second. You know, obviously we have what we did last week is we touched on the games that we thought, you know, some of the bigger movers will be featured in. Uh, but I, I have to touch on this only because it is the local front. There's a bunch of Giants fans that tune into this. The Giants and Bears game, while on the surface, doesn't look like the most you know, the, the, the sexy appeal game, right? It, it's, you still want to look at specific things. Are you still shorting on Daniel Jones? Remember there's people over at mojo.com who think this is still the guy. So we'll see. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinions and I, and I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm short on Daniel Jones because I think every week poises another issue. Uh, the bears defense is relatively okay. They're, they're not, they're, okay. they're not the Cowboys. They're, they're okay against the pass. I would imagine they're a little better against the pass, but they have been really bad against the run. Just a quick touch on things. Saquon this week. I think Saquon is going to yeah. go do really well against that bears defense. They, I can see that. I too. think Aaron Jones had like 200 total yards last week. They didn't do well against the run. Uh, bears can't stop the run. That's the clearest path to victory for the giants. I believe, I think the giants defense is yet to be tested this season and they're not going to get tested this week. They might have some Justin Fields issues to deal with well but overall i feel like the giants haven't had a test and it's not going to come until week seven or something like that because they they really don't play anybody who the giants yeah. they play your boys in jolly old london oh, soon they, very is soon it week seven yeah it's a, no week well, six. no dude like in like two weeks it's in london oh so it's week six? Oh my god we're in week four <laughs> okay yeah so yes two four plus two is in fact six that's math here on the mojo market report um i also want to touch on khalil herbert the usage he got last week, if you saw his his price last week, it shot through the moon because, again, Montgomery goes down, opportunity finds itself, he gets on the field, he starts doing work. Now, I, you know, as far as what I'm seeing right now, Montgomery did not suit up yesterday for practice, and that was uh, Thursday. So the, as we get not longer, good for Montgomery. it's not just, looking good. Just checked. He's going to be a true game-time decision. And on top of that, the fact that Zeke and Pollard this past week they they had they had a 180 yards rushing against the Giants rush defense. I like Khalil Herbert this week. If you really want to kind of do a little day trading, like that's the kind of guy I would invest in right now. I'm not sure if you speak to Bears fans, which we have a couple in our circle. They think Khalil Herbert's actually the better back between the two between him and Montgomery. So I mean, that's something to just keep. Your I eye feel on. like that's. That's a stretch, in my opinion. I understand. I Maybe think they're he just tired things, of he Montgomery. He does things different, and Montgomery's <laughs> so, been plugging along very yeah. boringly for quite some time. But Montgomery's the heart and soul of that Bears offense. He's been there for the last three years. He came in as a as a late-round pick and started right away and had a productive rookie year. The problem is the Bears' offense hasn't had a quarterback or an offensive line 
to co- accompany anything Montgomery's been able to do. Khalil Herbert has a little bit more of a burst, I think, and he has a little more explosiveness, you could say. So maybe there's a better fit in some aspects, but if David Montgomery does play, it's going to pour a lot of cold water on the Khalil Herbert train for this game in particular. I do I like Herbert. Keep, keep your eye on it. Keep just, your eye, just on, that keep your eye on that one though. because Herbert is a guy you want to get if in Montgomery on right now. If Montgomery is out, bye. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Now, to uh, <laughs> the first game we're going to be talking about, which obviously we've talked a lot about these both of these teams because we've seen them on you know primetime games. We've seen them, obviously, the story of the week is the return of Zach Wilson and the Jets. The Jets take on the Steelers this week. Things you're watching for right now, obviously, I officially official went long on Zach Wilson last night. I used the free 10-time multiplier, which, again, a lot of questions coming in as far as multipliers go. Chris, can you shed a little bit more light on the multiplier's education purposes? Because, look, even I, for a little while, I was like, sure, I'll do it. And I'm like, what, what did I just do? I, I don't even know what I just did. So yeah, if so I'm putting a 10-time multiplier, a free one from Mojo, on a Zach Wilson, what's that doing for me? So if you got a 10-time multiplier on Zach Wilson, let's say he goes up 10%. If he goes up 10% and you have a 10-time multiplier on Zach Wilson. Do the math. He went up 100%. Hundo. So if you, if you invested in Zach, and let's just say his stock is 30 for arbitrary purposes here, and you invested, you bought one share of Zach Wilson at $30, and he went up 10%, you're going to wake up the next morning and your account's going to say $60. Because Bang. a 10% gain at a 10-time multiplier, if you do the math, it's very simple. 10 times 10 is 100%. Now, so you gain 100% of your investment. Now, in that same regard, there is a 5% short on him. There if is. you go short on Zach Wilson and you think he's going to struggle against the Steelers, uh, there is an opportunity right now, a free five-time multiplier on a short-term thing. Yeah, so, well, not, not a short-term. Not short-term, so I'm gonna, sorry, shorting gonna, him clarify that shorting is just is is assuming that the player is going to do poorly going forward and may not have the most successful career or the most successful game depending Mm -hmm. on your your strategy and how you trade so it's opposite day here at mojo and (laughs) you do not have to there's no calls there's no puts there's no extra risk when you short a player it's simple if the player does well and you short him you lose if the player does poorly and you short him you do you do well i myself uh have shorted mitch trubisky so i'm still Leaving that in there and watching him, fa- I mean, look, I'm not rooting for the guy to fail. Yes, but you I, are. That's, I mean, that technically, is the I guess you are. This. And like, <laughs> it's tried, okay. It's I'm okay. trying to be a, a little nicer about Dave, it. <laughs> Dave, this is the nature of things, and this just is the know market. that just Here know that what what your stock portfolio has and what you're rooting for has zero bearing on what happens on Sundays. This is very true. So do not worry about that, and um, hopefully, Mitch doesn't see this. Now, another uh, stock that's that's climbing uh, by default because of Mitch's poor play. I got in on Kenny Pickett a couple weeks back, right? And now it's like, if you want to get on him now, sure. But I think you missed that early, early boat. The minute that decision is made, man, I said it on this show, it's going to go up again. So, And there's multipliers that were available hey, for this, him originally. This could, be the, this could be the game where we see a little bit of a Kenny Pickett. Very true. Like we saw Malik the other week uh, yeah. against Buffalo. I, I think it's almost a shame. I would love to see a young quarterback matchup. You got uh, Zach Wilson making his 14th start in his career. Ever, yeah. Um, and the Jets are passing the ball, I think, at like a 75% clip. I think a lot of game script dictates that. They don't want to have to do that with Zach Wilson every week. But if Zach Wilson flicks it 75% of the time, mm. you're going to put up some numbers. Hopefully he takes better care of the ball than he did in the short stint he had last year. But with another year a full camp, no COVID situation, and now he's loaded with talent. I've talked about it all week. If you're a Jets fan, you better be in on Zach Wilson right now because you're going to get him at the lowest you possibly could ever get him, and then with the free multipliers, it's a given. Look, free multipliers, we're talking like if Zach Wilson goes up 10%, 
You invest 100 bucks. You just made $100 on one day of Zach Wilson. By doing if what, has, Chris? By doing what? Just a click and just a click. Just a click and, and a click. It. And it's over. You make it. money. That's it's it. that. It's Follow that Follow the prompts. Enjoy your free money. Yes. And don't you know? make sure you tell them um, that Dave Sturchio and Chris Gucci sent you to do this. <laughs> so anyway, uh, one more guy on this game real quick. Uh, NFL young boy. Are, are we watching for George Pickens? I, I the, am, the new young highlight reel that we're talking about here? Um the Pittsburgh's offense is just so bad, and even though he he lit the world on fire last week and he had that great catch, if you take that great catch away, yeah, I know. I, or even if you, I mean, even if him. you keep that great catch in there, mm -hmm. right? You could keep the great catch in there, and the numbers at the end of the day weren't that great. But that's going to happen on this pedestrian offense. There's a lot of target, not a lot of targets to go around with Pittsburgh because you I think, just think their offense is three and out, three and out. Three do you out. think when the move is made uh, to Kenny Pickett that by default all, everybody, their, all everybody, their stocks go up? Everybody goes up in that week prior to that game, um, much like the Jets. I yeah. think Kenny Pickett is is a clearly better passer right now. It's just his understanding of the offense and and the ability to adapt to the NFL speed is what we have to see. But as far as the anticipation goes. You could at least invest in Kenny Pickett now because the minute he does get the call, it's going to go up. Even if you want to get rid of it, then you could you could trade your stock at that point before he even makes a start. And I you wouldn't could hold on some, to that bad boy. You could, you could reap some of the benefits of just the news. All right, moving on. What do we got, Ant? Here we go. All right, so the Bills and the Ravens, a very, <laughs> very exciting one because Lamar Jackson has been a human highlight reel already within the first three weeks. I what? do want to say Minka's uh, dealing with a concussion, yes. so that's another bonus for the Zach Wilson uh, buyers. Yes, Minka call, may not call. play. Um, but as far as well, I was saying, Lamar Jackson, it's all, it's all good. Um, <laughs> so you're looking at Lamar Jackson, a guy that's betting on himself. He's sitting there on his contract year. Everybody knows he wants guaranteed money. So continue to watch Lamar Jackson's stock as that continues to rise because if he cashes in, remember, Mojo, it, it's, it takes into account, of course, performance, right? But those accolades, those, those, those big things that happen to a player – will also show you that opportunity will be there for a long, long time. So keep your eye on Lamar Jackson, who's already three weeks in, an MVP-looking guy. You know, there's, oh, he's a, there's a he's couple a clear, guys like that, like a Jalen I mean, Hurts. both in, in this game. It's these two and then Jalen Hurts. It's so one, two, and three. I was going to ask you, uh, before I get to the Bills, um, there was also somebody that you invested in uh, that you are very confident in every week, scores a touchdown in multiple different ways. What are we doing this week? We are diversify with Devin. <laughs> Boom. I, I'm in on Duvernay <laughs> for, for the long term. I've I made a small investment. I'm probably going to keep on re-upping a little bit. I want to. I almost want to see him have a bad game so I could re. <laughs> right. So I could. Um, yeah. Know, don't score this week, Devin. Don't, just don't do it. All right. So we can. Boop, I can know, get him. Up. I could buy low on Devin again, but I really do think that this guy just as long as he's on the field, he's going to make plays. Um, but this game, I think, is just going to be a sloppy one. This is going to be bad weather. I think that weather from the hurricane is making its way up north. And by Sunday, this is not going to be pretty. This is going to be a game where you're going to see a lot of a lot of quarterbacks. Um, I wouldn't say quarterback keepers, but a lot of read options. I think you're going to see Lamar and Josh Allen. Get I don't think I've heard the, the phrase game. quarterback keeper in a long quarterback time. Quarterback keeper. <laughs> Like quarterback draw, quarterback option, but quarterback keeper is very old without te telling me. Quarterback keeper is very old school, playing in the middle school like playground. Like, yeah, oh my god, quarterback yeah, keeper! Yeah, you know, yeah, go after yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Guilty, um, guilty, guilty. That's funny. Josh Allen, though, keep your eye on Josh Allen. Everybody, look. If, if when you first get the Mojo app and you're giving all this free stock, right, and you're choosing on who to do, like who to who to invest in first. Uh, Justin Herbert's one of the guys that jump out at you. Patrick Mahomes. 
Josh Allen is one of the guys that we have already talked about at length. This is a guy that's a long-term play, one of the best players in football right now. We understand he's going to have himself a decent day. With the weather, I guess maybe you can do like a short play, but I don't. for whatever reason, I, I don't ever see Josh Allen having one of those games where you're like, wow, who was that? You know what I'm saying? Like He's a consistent quarterback. He's a guy. He's a safe play. He is, if if Tom Brady's Amazon, like then 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 Josh Allen is like, yeah, and, I don't know, the best chain one, restaurant in the world. In this game, <laughs> Uh, the Ravens secondary is a complete mess. They're still dealing with injuries. I know a, a couple guys have been gotten back to practice and they've been in and out of the lineup, but they're just not themselves. And it's going to take a little bit, a scary situation having Josh Allen come to town, but the weather might pour a little cold water, hopefully on, literally, literally quite ah, literally and like some that. wind and some wind. I'm also very, on the flip side of it. The Ravens are dealing with real issues on the offensive line. Their starting left tackle is out They're their backup left tackle rolled his ankle, and now they're probably dealing with a fourth-round pick that's got to come in and make his first career start against, against the Bills front? Against Von Miller. That's not a good situation for the left tackle. So Lamar so might Russ, be running for I his mean, life Russ, out there. Lamar, you got to hit the joystick a bunch of extra times this week, okay? Maybe hit that speed burst and get out of that pocket. All right. Uh, I was going to ask you about the Singletary usage. It's interesting. Keep your eye on that as well uh, because him, Moss, Singletary and might see a Cook. spike. Yeah, so keep your eye on the Bills running game. If, in fact, it's a bad weather game because they'll keep Singletary that ball Singletary is their clear-cut most trusted back in Buffalo. Yes. You watched throughout the close. year last year. Towards the stretch down the playoff run, he got involved a lot more. I think that a lot of more of the same will happen this year. We'll start to create a little separation between the rest of the running back room. Across the other uh, side, J.K. Dobbins finally played his first game in, like, six years uh, last week. But he wasn't himself. It's going to take a little bit to get back from injury. The I think it's going to be tough sledding for the Ravens offense. The Bills get a cornerback. Bateman's been lighting it up. I think he averages like 30 yards of reception. But, when he gets the ball, yeah. <laughs> but that pass rush is going to make things very difficult uh, against the against the Bills. I think All right. Von Miller's going to eat Moving on, who we got next? Ah, the poster boy for Subway himself, Russell Wilson. Danger Russ is back. Um, look, there's a lot of people out on Russ already because of the fact that the first three weeks has just looked porous. I, I just, I, I personally... I don't, I don't know if this is the scene for him. I have more of a question about his pass catchers uh, because obviously Russell Wilson is who he is. Um, again, suspect secondary in, in Las Vegas. Very suspect. I so, got it all right yeah, here. So yep, this yep, could be yep. the day. But my question to you is, if you are on a long-term play situation right now, I'm not talking about Russ. I'm talking about the guys who catch the ball. Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy? If you had to choose one. Who's the guy? You're, who's the more reliable guy? I'll start by just saying I think I trust Cortland Sutton just a little bit more as a complete receiver as the long-term play. Jerry Judy reminds me of a younger Tyreek Hill, like a one-trick kind of burst guy, which is great. Hasn't really shown me the ability to carve a route yet. I'm sure he can. I've seen it, but See, like yeah, on no. a consistent on a consistent I think, basis. I think that's I think that's one of his strengths is his route running. His Judy, his, yeah. His major mm. his major downfall, I think, is his ability to stay healthy. He gets nicked yeah. up a lot. He's a smaller guy. He's a smaller too. guy. Yeah. I know a lot of injuries. It's there's an age old debate amongst me and a lot of the people that I that I'm involved with in terms of the fantasy football. In that injury prone is not a thing, or it is a thing. I I firmly believe that injury prone is a thing. It's 100 a thing. Guys get hurt all the time that are the same guys. Then you're injury prone. I don't know how else you, you ever play football with a kid in Judy middle school. Jerry is one of those guys. All the time. Cortland Sutton <laughs> did have a major knee surgery two years ago, mm. but he's a, a full season removed from that. If I'm answering that question, it's Sutton, the size, the pedigree, 100%. I do like Jerry Judy as well, but I just don't know about this play calling on the Denver side of yeah, things. Yeah, it's been rough. It's been so tough. So poor it's in tough the red zone. And I know the fumbles in week one really didn't help. Mm -mm. The, the Broncos, I believe, 
are like if they would have fumbled, didn't fumble those two balls at the goal line, they would be three and zero right now. That's very true. So as bad as the Broncos have looked, they've managed to kind of win some football games in a division where you just have to <laughs> consistently win some football and in games. This it's game, get good. In this game, I think it ma- they match up well against the Raiders. The Raiders haven't really struggled to move the ball that much, but they're really bad in the red zone, and nobody's worse than Denver in the red zone. But right now, the Raiders are close. And so the the Broncos win this one six three. That's basically <laughs> the tale of both sides of the ball for the Raiders. They've gotten to the quarterback a decent amount of times. If you watch the Raiders Cardinals game, it seems like they got to Kyler Murray a lot, but they just couldn't get home. That's been an issue. So their their pressure rate is like middle of the pack in the NFL, but their sack rate is dead last. So if you're getting there but you're not getting home, Russ could extend the play. I think we've seen him do it. Their pass, There's the Russ Wilson the we're that, all waiting the for. The fact that the Raiders Chris have a Collins really weak word. back end and they have a good pass rush, these mobile quarterbacks that are, have the ability to extend, it really puts a lot of pressure on the on the secondary. And Truth. I think with the Broncos receivers, I think Jerry Judy's going to give it a go. Yeah, and there is no Tim Patrick to. Step in and poor Tim Patrick. What a, you talk about a guy? Yeah, that sucks. That I we're both big Tim Patrick guys over here, uh, mostly for the fantasy stock. But now, if you, you mean, look, I just think that Mojo, the Denver's the Denver's defense is the best unit out of all the units on the field. Raiders' offense has been good, but they haven't really been getting there. No, no efficiency whatsoever. Devontae Adams, thirty-four targets, seventeen catches. That is not good for the. That clear, is not Devontae number like. one wide receiver in football. I think he's running a hitch route on twenty percent of his routes. We're talking about Devontae Adams just sitting down and, and taking away what he does best, and that's manipulate the defense and, and trick people into thinking he's going to be there, but he's over here. Are you out on Josh McDaniels already? Oh, yeah, that's it, the main thing, bro. I was just going to get to it. I don't think it's a player problem. Yeah, While the secondary it just doesn't is a, seem like it's brutal. working. I just, Josh, Allen, Josh McDaniels is, I think, 1-13 in 13 or uh, something. It's, it's absurd how bad he's I think his one win was with Tebow or Cutler at quarterback or something like that So before this, before this season. But anyway, moving on. What else we got, man? Ah, my yeah, I would stay away Dallas from that Cowboys. Denver game uh, altogether. Well, I'm just yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, they I'm got very, listen. They got movers over there. So if just, I'm in on anyone, it's Javante Williams. I think that he's just a batter. Like if you if you look at the metrics of that of that guy's numbers, Denver's not doing anything well. But his broken tackle, his yards after contact is the tops in the league. So Javante is a guy, if not short term, definitely long term in All terms right. of running backs. Go sounds good. Uh, I do have a. Uh, I don't want to deem this the play of the week for me, but like I, when I feel strongly about something, I feel strongly about something. Okay, so if you're looking to make a a couple bucks over the weekend, this weekend, short Carson Wentz because he got sacked Ferris Bueller style nine times last week, and now he's facing a a defensive front that leads the league in sacks right now. In the Dallas Cowboys front. So if you want to make some quick cash, shorting Carson Wentz is the play for me. Okay, there's no guarantees. I can come in here on Monday with egg on my face. We'll find out. But that's the play for me. And then the obvious, right? We're we're watching Pollard start to slice into Zeke's carries. But Zeke, we were just talking about him the other day. If he wants to hold that crown for another week, he's going to have to run just as hard as he's been in the first three weeks. Um, And, of course, you know, one of the poster boys, CeeDee Lamb, makes a fantastic catch last week. He's starting to... Like I'm, I'm, I'm way too much of a Cowboys fan. I watch these things, the sound on the sidelines uh, things, where they kind of like are in the face of the players. CD Lamb wants to be great. He really does. And, and like those dropsies that he had in the beginning of that giant game, I feel like he writes those this week, and he has himself another big, big game. So before CD Lamb becomes one of the top, I don't know, 
five receivers in football, which I think he has the ability to do, maybe it's time for you to invest a little bit of coin in a CD Lamb. Now, I understand Cooper Rush is your quarterback. He's played rather well. Uh, he's not played bad, so you can't say that. But it's just about a week or two away from the return of the DAC. <laughs> so yeah, we'll yeah, see what happens yeah. there. So there's a couple other players that I want to talk about, not necessarily going forward with this game in particular, because I know one's not even going to be playing in it, but another one might be making his return this week, and that's a Michael Gallup. Nah. I think the Dallas Cowboys are really starving for that number two. Noah Brown came in, and he's done well in that role. Oh, I don't yeah, know if he's yeah. a true two. Yeah, he's like a four <laughs> to but, me. But the point that I'm saying is if Michael Gallup inserts himself into that role and you see the target share going there, he's a clearly more talented player. Michael Gallup might be at an all-time low right now coming off this injury. If Very you are true. a guy that's looking to make a quick one, same way. Like the opportunity presents a spike in your in your in your um, share price. So the minute Michael Gallup gets ruled that he's gonna be back, if he catches a touchdown pass, then he, he has practice in full all week. And on the other side of the of the field, you got, got Brian Robinson is <laughs> making a look looking to make his return soon. That's incredible, by the he way. He was Killing it in the preseason and all through camp, and then the unfortunate situation where he was shot in an attempted armed robbery attempt. But he was running routes two weeks ago. I That's think that nuts. the pup list <laughs> is what's keeping him off the field right now because they just wanted to be sure. Yeah, but of course. If he wasn't, if he was able to play right now, I think he would. And Antonio Gibson hasn't really established himself like you would have hoped he would have. I mean, look, they had him listed as the, the kick returner before I Robinson think, got I think hurt. Brian Robinson is a guy that you may want to think about right now because. Before he gets starts getting those good news start coming out about him returning to practice and him suiting up against whoever it is he suits up against, I think his stock shoots up a little bit. And I like him as a player. He killed it in the national championship last year. <laughs> this is very true. One more marquee matchup <laughs> is the Sunday nighter that will actually be played in Tampa Bay, and that's the Tampa Bay Bucks taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, we all know the plays here. Tom Brady is the goat of the Mojo Market Report right now because he is the highest priced guy right so that's just something that we've all established and the reasons being is because he's got 54 rings and everything that he's done in his career that's not somebody to watch you want to go multipliers you want to talk about multipliers that's the guy you want to multiply on because his floor is very very high um Mahomes, it goes without saying. I mean, Mahomes is one of the better quarterbacks in football. Might be go down at the end of the day as one of the best throwers of the football down the line. I mean, he doesn't have to look. I mean, he just does all about your no-look passes and stuff. It's insane. But the one thing I want to see, and this is in particular to one player on the Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator, has gone on record as saying he needs to get Sky Moore the ball a little more going forward. I think he had two touches last week. Sky Moore two weeks ago was uh, shot up, right? Because they saw, oh, look at the potential of this kid, blah, blah, blah. And then the usage went away, and the Chiefs went away from Sky Moore. Keep your eye on Sky Moore this week. If it's going to be damp and it's going to be rainy and windy, expect them to run the ball, and Sky Moore has lined up in the backfield plenty of times for him to see rush ability and rush attempts. That's one guy I'm keeping my eye on in this one. Yeah, I like Sky Moore long-term. I don't know about anybody against this Tampa Bay defense. Yeah, they're looking pretty good. <laughs> because they've really done well. Uh, yeah. They've allowed only 27 points per uh, 27 points on the season so far, and 20 of those points, 20 of the 27 have come on teams of their opponents' first two drives. So they, they do a bad job early, and then they fix everything, and then it just stops. Mm. Teams can't score on this team in the second half. But on the flip side of it, the Bucs can't score at all in either half, in any quarter, on offense. They are really dealing with a massive amount of injuries at the receiver position, and Tom Brady's definitely showing his age. Well, they're getting Mike Evans back off of suspension. That's true. That's they a, are getting Mike plus. Evans back, and they're going to need every bit of offense they could get because while the the Chief, the Bucks have 
giving up a ton of points early. They they slow things down in the end. The Chiefs are slow starters. I mean, are, are fast starters. So they're going to score. You're going to have to play catch up. I'm not so sure that the Bucks offense is equipped to do that against this Chiefs offense. Even the defense is playing a little bit better than we anticipated. Mm-hmm. I just think it could get away from Tampa Bay and. I'm not so I'm not I'm not sold on any of the Bucks offensive players besides the Leonard Fournette. I think their clearest path would be to take the ball out of the Chiefs' hands and establish the run. But that offensive line is really, really, They're really struggling too, right now. They're banged up too. Well, look, that is uh, uh, a week four, right? I can't again. I can't believe it's week four already. Uh, but here we are. We already got one game in the books. The Bengals take out the Dolphins last night. They moved to two and two. So all of a sudden, people are starting to talk about like, oh, maybe the Bengals are back. So we'll see um, as Defenses things move look, forward. Looks good. Yeah, did you see Hubbard? That defensive end? Yeah. My God. A little beat just burrowing people over. No pun. Um, but yeah, that'll be it. That'll that'll do a show here on a Friday. Um, again, subscribe to the channel. Be sure to follow all of the social media uh that uh, Mojo has put out there. Uh, because again, they're they're the tidbits and especially mojo.com. There is a market report on mojo.com. They guys, those guys do a phenomenal job with some in-depth analysis on each and every player, where you should go uh short, where you should go long, a couple uh just articles. Out the wazoo. Yeah, gaining an understanding of the multipliers that and too. all the, the rules and the ins and outs and the nuances of this great product that we're talking about right here. So definitely check out the website. Check out all the blogs because when I first got involved, the blogs were my lifeblood. That's where I got all my info, and it turned me into an expert overnight. So these guys are really good at what they do. Go check out themojo.com and definitely go to the Apple Store and download the app, New Jersey Residents, because you will not be disappointed. And again, be patient, everybody else outside of New Jersey. It's coming. It's, it's going to be here before you know it. So download the app. Get familiar with the app. Get your portfolio even ready in your mind. Who's the first guy you're going to get in, in on once you do and are able to trade? And that's going to come very soon. So for Dave Sturcio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Enjoy week four, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll see you guys back here on Monday morning.